Life is sweet. Let it sweep you off your feet. Hi, you're listening to Find Your Joy. If you're looking for ways to thrive rather than survive in a world that can seem rather chaotic, you're in the right place. We will be sharing stories of our own as well as those from guests who have found ways to bring hope, healing, and freedom into places where trauma has impacted them. I'm Allie, author of The Art of Healing Trauma, and I'm here to remind you that life is sweet. Now, let's dive in and find ways to create our joy. Hi, this is Allie, and we are here with Find Your Joy, and today, oh my gosh, what a treat, a treat, a treat, a treat. We have the fabulous, the charismatic, the uh, incredibly talented, I have a very long list of of adjectives here I could go on and on with, uh, Sarah Smith of the Sarah Smith Band. There is a correlation somehow of this. Imagine that. Sarah, welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm super excited. I'm I was I was going back in my mind and you know this memory thing. I think I remember the first time I discovered the wonder that is you is through my friend Lainey. I'm going to say that Lainey went to a house concert or something. And I'm, I'm talking about like probably 10 years ago or something and I'm thinking it was in Vancouver. I'm not sure if I have these details correct. She can she can uh, correct me later when she goes, "What? No, that was at this place." But whatever. And then of late, you've been touring and a couple of um, friends of mine have been touring with you around Europe and having a, a great time. So where do we start? You were you were you were born in a log cabin. No, you're born in London, Ontario. Is that correct? I was born in Guelph. Guelph, Ontario. Guelph. Ah, okay. Mm. Well, not far from there. And and when did were you touring there? Like when did this magic all start? Uh, you know, uh, I was raised on a farm and I was raised in the church and my mother um, was a, a choir director in the church. And my father, he played uh, acoustic guitar and sang Johnny Cash at parties and stuff like that. And so, you know, my my parents, they raised me on music and uh, put me in piano lessons. And I was the drummer in high school. And, um, you know, when I was uh, 13 and 14, I was begging for a violin. I was just really attracted to the violin. And um, I remember I worked at this pizza place with this, this Czech family. And the guy said, Sarah, let me see your hands. And I showed him my hands and he said, you cannot play the violin. I said, why? He said, they're short and they're fat. I said, okay. He goes, you need to play the guitar. So I said to my mom and dad, well, maybe I have to play the guitar. He says, my hands are short and fat. So uh, for Christmas that year, I got a guitar and uh, I started writing music from my heart. I started writing songs about Canada and about um, Jesus and, and God and like all these songs that, you know, I was I was feeling emotional about these things. Um, but it wasn't until I broke up with my first boyfriend that. I decided that this was my tool to get my feelings out, my real feelings about love lost. And a lot of my songs are about that. Wow. I love that. And it's it's interesting to me. I have a background in church as well. And when I when I watch you perform, um I I often think, man, she 
reminds me of an exuberant worship leader. Like there's just this, this, um, you know, I come from, I come from my background is a, is a really probably um, a fringe type church where we're kind of uh, pretty wild for a white church, like where, you know, and, and, and there's so much joy. I think why I relate it to that is the, the joy, the joy that I see even, um, because there's there's a way that even really hard things there's a way that it taps into joy because of the whole healing thing i guess i, I don't know when i see of just joy is what i think of when i watch you as like oh my god she's so joyful it's just so beautiful thank so you. you so you have this first breakup and that was the first time that you figured out i can pour this stuff out and maneuver my way through the pain yeah. And music has always been the thing that's brought me joy, you know, performing, especially. I remember performing a song when I was five years old and for the old, all the church ladies and uh, they were crying, you know, and I thought, oh, I don't know, this is pretty powerful. Like this music thing speaks to all of us. And I felt emotions as a five-year-old, I felt goosebumps. And I remember feeling this power going through me and I thought, oh, this is this is just magic. So um, ever since then, I just, I felt this like, almost like a, this, like I'm a vessel for, for, mm-hmm. you know, universal energy and creativity to flow through me. And, and I somehow have made that into uh, my job and I've somehow made that into my living. And uh, it's just the thing that brings me passion. So how lucky am I? You're right. I, I that it's interesting too. You, you do seem like quite a, a conduit. There, there seems to be that that way that you do that. So, so when did you start to do this? When did you go? Okay, this is what I'm going to be when I grow up. I mean, I, I there was a, it was giving you life. When did it transition into this is what I'm going to do? I uh, was raised with very simple folks on a farm, and I don't think they really knew what the arts were, and I don't really think they even knew that it could exist as a career. I don't think anybody in my family thinking back, like even in all my relatives, nobody is an artist, Hmm. you know? And so um, nobody told me I could do it. So through high school, I thought, well, what am I going to do? Like, I guess maybe like I saw GI Jane, the the movie and I thought, okay, well that's cool. So I started going to the gym and I worked out and I applied for Royal military college and that's in Kingston. And and I got accepted. It's a university. It's prestigious. And I thought, well, this is my calling. I'm going to be a war hero. And uh, so I went through my basic training and I went through uh, a year of, of university. And uh, at the end of, of the first year at Royal Military College, you get the option to quit for free or to move on and commit. And at that point, I was thinking like, you know, this is my life. And my officer, he said to me, you know, Sarah, like Officer Cadet Smith, you you could do this, yes, but I really think you've you've got a sensitive heart and you should be a musician. And I thought, well, musician, I mean, like, I don't know how to make money doing that. And he said, just play music. So... Uh, right away, I walked right into uh, the head of of my platoon, and I said, "Well, I'm going to quit and do music." And he said, "Okay." And they gave me an honorable discharge, and I joined a band right out right out of there. 
Oh my gosh, I love this. I and how um a wise intuitive whatever for your co there or what it, whatever it was and when you, where you were to to pick up on that if even before you were fully aware of it so you joined a band right there yep i joined a band um with a very uh you know popular uh musician from london ontario named bill durst and mm-hmm. he uh he kind of like put me under his wing he was about 60 at the time put me under his wing and I became um, a full-time singer songwriter with him and my uh, husband at the time, Justin Burgess. And we, you know, had this band together. And for two years, uh, I just got right into the business of it all, booking us shows and booking us um, four or five nights a week. And two years in, um, Bill, he said, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to do this. Like the way you want to do it, like you're 21 years old and you are, (laughs) you know, very eager and I am not. So uh, we split ways and and Justin and I started this band called Pop Joy. And Pop Joy was a cover band and we did all these 80 songs um, in, in covers. And then we started writing music and, you know, my marriage uh, kind of crumbled, but from Pop Joy, we became the Joys. And from the Joys, I then took on my solo career. So that's how it's all unfolded. Oh, and what's the time span in all this? I've been 25 years in the music business. Wow. Uh, Pop Joy and the Joys were uh, about 10 years of my life, 10 to 12 years. And then I've been solo since then. Wow. And it sounds like um, boot camp all over again, right? It's it's a different kind of boot camp, but it definitely is. I yeah. mean, I learned so much in the military, even in that one year that I was in the military, I learned um, discipline, uh, self uh, time management. I learned teamwork, organizing. I learned, uh, you know, uh, about just bringing a team along and always being there uh, from the, for the weakest link to the leader. You all have to work together and yeah. that's sort of what I've always done. And, you know, most of the time I choose musicians where I feel the weakest, weakest link, like they're much better than me. And that just helps me uh, get better. So, wow. yeah. And, uh, oh, that's interesting. My husband's been in the military for 35 years and still going. So, <laughs> whoa. So, so <laughs> he didn't pull the plug. No one came wow. and told him to, <laughs> no one came and told him to be a musician. Wow. <laughs> Maybe I dreamed it all. Maybe it was just like my own inner voice that told me that. But that is the story that I remember. Oh, I think it's absolutely true because I think a good leader is going to is going to pull the best out of you. And if what the best out of and clearly there was not a mistake there because, um, man, you're um, you have a way. I think that I I, I saw I saw a clip that you did that talked about uh, I I don't. the details. Okay. I'm not going to get worried about the details, but it was very much about the healing that, that, that music brings. And I think specifically the, you were talking something about, and maybe you can expand on that something about that. You kind of went into this specific um, gig that you were doing, thinking about how you wanted this to all go right, you know, musically and all that, but somewhere in that, and it was specifically, it was the Melissa Etheridge cruise. And I'm going to We'll we'll go there for sure too, um, but somewhere in that gig, it became clear to you that it was really about the connection and the community and healing and 
love bomb. What, how did that, like, what happened in there that, that did that for you? I mean, music uh, was in the beginning a way for me to feel love. You know, I got love from the audience. I got told that I was good and pretty and uh, my voice sounded good. And that was sort of like my my ego feeding years. Right. And then eventually, you know, that's empty. And eventually you have to realize what the real reason is that I'm doing this. It's not for your love and affection. That's something I had to find in my own self. I had to soothe and nurture my own self. And eventually I found that the reason I do music is that symbiotic, beautiful feeling of healing, really, truly. When I perform and give, it comes back. And it's just this cycle of like, you know, the pain I've gone through, I sing about, I I sing about the hope. The hope goes out to you. And then you are there getting it and feeling it and bringing that hope back into me. It's, mm. it's awesome. Cyclical. Yeah. That it's, um, and would you say that, I remember you, you said that at like five years old, you got this goosebumps from feeling the transference or the energy or however that was going. And then did it just continue? You became more aware of the depth of it or because that's, I, I don't know that everyone, I don't know that everyone who does music necessarily is either is first of all even called to that, right? That might not even be what the what the shtick is for them, right? It's, it's and that's okay. Like just being fabulous musicians, that's that's wonderful in itself for sure. Fabulous musicians give people like you, I in my opinion or my way of thinking, f- fabulous musicians give someone like you space to be you. It, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I've never been like a really schooled musician. I've never really taken music, uh, you know, basic piano. I think I got up to level five in the conservatory and then like the sheets in front of me, they just became like this beautiful art. So I would be like performing the first few phrases correctly. And then I'd be like, and I'll make up my own now, (laughs) you know? And so, yeah, the teacher actually said to my mom, like, she's just, she can't, like, she's not good at the the reading of the music because she's creative. And so I think you should really focus, allow her to focus on songwriting. And um, I became an emo teenager, just locked myself in my room. Uh, It was my best friend, my guitar and me. And we learned all the songs there was to learn, the Alanis Morissettes and the Tragically Hips. And we wrote songs together and uh, she brought me through my high school years. And yeah, so um, anyway, what was the question again? I forget. Oh, yes. I don't this, even okay. know if I said a question. Okay. Why, why, I wanted to. I, wanted to, yeah, I, I know what I was going to say. So um, music has always been like this, a spiritual thing for me. Okay. It's a, it's like my practice. So, you know, um, as like a 14, 15 year old, I started to realize that maybe Christianity you know, it was an open-ended thing and that I could look a little bit further into what is God to me and what is universe and what is love. And I started studying all the different religions of the world. And I started looking into like the course on miracles and some very, you know, heavy spirituality stuff. I was, you know, using some substances that opened my mind a little bit. And I was just really digging in to uh, spirituality. So then I realized and still to this day, that music is uh, my connection to a higher power. And, um, 
you know, it's just, I feel that energy through me every day. And uh, in most moments, if I am living my life on track, I know that um, I'm living a life of, um, you know, like abundance. I'm living this beautiful life that's been given to me as a gift. And I feel this power through me. You know, when I'm not on track, I'm grumpy, irritable, discontent. It's because I've lost track of my spiritual practice. Right. So, yeah. I, I can, I can understand that. I have, I have a list of things that I know that if I don't, I don't have that list in order to just rules for rules sake. But if I, if I um, waver from that, the wheels come off the bus pretty quick for me. Right. And I, uh, so I, I, I can get how that one works. I wanted to say too, you know, if you say something and then later you're thinking, Oh wait, what I actually meant to say, what, what my client was trying to say, your honor was, um, mm-hmm. Surrounding ourselves with really great musicians, so that uh, so that you can do what you do. I'm certainly not taking you out of that equation, right? You're an accomplished musician and songwriter and singer on your own. I just think that um, surrounding ourselves with people who are really fabulous at what they do means you get to soar without having that thing in my mind or in your mind, right? Like thinking about what's the next thing. That's not that anyone else was thinking that, but I thought, I hope that that was clear what I was trying to say there. And I, and I yeah. love that for you, how it's, um, I love how sound is part of, is part of the equation. Sound in general and music specifically is part of the equation in any spiritual practice and in spirit itself. You know, it's like, love just is love. And I can't separate that from a God or a universe or whatever spiritual practice and music somehow is such a beautiful vehicle to have that cruising around in. Um, I was, I wanted to ask you, how did this, um, I I was looking at this video, it was called manifesting ME. And I was like, Oh, that is. And then I watched it (laughs) and I was like, Oh my gosh, that is amazing. So anyone who's listening who doesn't know, we'll we'll, we'll go into that a little bit here or 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 a lot or a lot of bit. Um that you I think it was a a contest to be part to be a musician on a cruise that Melissa Etheridge was doing. Yep. My heart skip a beat. I was like, "What?" So so where how did that even how how does one find out about such a contest? Well, I have the best uh, friends and they're always uh, online and checking things out for me and sending me all the contests and all the, uh, you know, submissions for festivals and that kind of stuff. And everything that's sent to me, I follow through with. Uh, I feel like it's like, a, again, a sign from above, like this is what you need to do. So, you know, I it was like, I think it was during the pandemic. So I thought, yeah, another online thing. Let's go. So I submitted, I applied and I made the top 10 and then I made the top five. And then from the top five, there's a top three and that top three is chosen by a jury. And I thought, okay, well, there's the trick, you know, okay. I made it to the top five. I got all my fans to, to look at this, uh, this online contest and now they're going to just like rip the rug underneath me. That's usually how it feels as a musician. There's a lot of times where things are kind of set up and it is a business and you realize that most of the time you're not going to win at some stuff like that. Right. You just 
it is part of the business, you know? So I was ready to celebrate the top five and just move on from there. And they announced my name in the top three. And I thought, holy crap, it worked. It actually was a real contest. The people actually voted me on the cruise. Wow. When it was the top three, now, did those three artists all go forward? Yep. So myself, Christy Lene. Christy Lene is a fantastic finger um, style guitar player. She loops a lot and stuff like that. And she is from Ashland, um, USA. And we have connected quite a few times. She's actually been to Pender Island where I live. And, um, you know, she's a great friend of mine. And the other winner was Betsy Aid. And Betsy is having a fantastic career. She was on um, America, I think, America's Got Talent or the other one? Um, the what's the other one? America's uh, Best. there's the voice, there's um, um maybe she was on talent. the voice. I don't know, she was on one of those things. I can't remember. Um, I, oh, isn't that funny? I, but I know you're t- some kind of a singing contest, yes, it, it was. And she did great on the singing contest. And I, I've just seen a video of her singing um, the national anthem at a huge stadium, I think, football show. So Betsy's doing great. Um, you know, and we actually all connected the three of us because we were the winners and we felt so gracious to be on that cruise together. And it was a, just an awesome experience. Wow. And so, so did you have one gig? Like, how did it go? Like you had one gig each and it was on the, it it was during the cruise or were you having to gig every day or like how did it you know sometimes I don't know how it all works because I've actually never been on on cruise I think we were on the cruise for five days and I think we played five shows like one of them was solo one was a singer-songwriter circle with the winners of this program one was like on the main stage one was just at a you know sort of dining room show uh yeah every day I think we played we got a free um, trip with for me and my band and uh, you know I had to invest some money in getting us there I also invested some money in getting a videographer crew and a documentary crew to, to follow me around and they were they're very beautiful young ladies so they were you know creating a scene there and uh, <laughs> perfect yeah and um, you know and then this is the the beautiful thing about music this patron stepped up and paid for all of that. They gave me my money back. Oh, I love that. Because some things are worth investing in. Well, they definitely touched my soul. And you can see on the, on the video, um, you know, what a beautiful gift that was for any artist to be able to do. So the, (laughs) That that's interesting. So are you, are we talking about the gentleman that was on there? That was that because I'm going to tell you something that happened. Somebody I was watching this video, and I was going to rewatch it because someone came in and my dog was freaking out, and I kind of I was like, "What's that guy saying? What's happening over there?" Oh, I'll watch it. I'm going to watch this again. So, so Jerry, is that I think you're thinking Jerry Runstether. Jerry is was not the patron that came forward, but Jerry helps in lots of other ways. He runs my fan page online. Oh, nice. And he has been to more of my shows than I have been. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So somebody, so you have a, a lot of support by because people see something in you that they want to fan 
as in a flame and be part of and Mm -hmm. they have faith in what you're doing right it's like this yeah that's you know there's this other um patron of mine that always would say to me every every month he would say you know he would write me and he would say sarah believe and i would think like what's he talking about he'd say just believe and uh every every month i'd get another message believe and then he started you know finding my sobriety date on the 12th of every month and he would write me a note believe every 12th of the month and then one day i just thought holy crap i think i believe in this beautiful gift and it's all because you know i was brainwashed (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) it worked (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i love that well Sarah, I think what we'll do is, is um, if it's okay with you, I'd like to invite you to have a part du. You know, we're both Canadian. We'll be in both official languages. Uh, there was our un, and now our du. Um, so, I, because I'd love to hear so much more about everything that you've been doing and, and all that you do. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you found a piece of your joy in this episode, I would love to hear about what came up for you so that we can continue to grow the impact of this show. Thanks again. See you soon. And remember, find your joy. Find your joy.